Alright, we're going to bring you a brand new edition of the Evangelion drinking song. Or rather, it's the same old thing, but it's a new year and we've got to break it in like our friends in the UK have been doing for generations. With song, laughter and dance. We're not going to be able to provide the first two, or the last two, it all depends on your perspective, but we are going to sing. And we're going to sing the Evangelion Irish drinking song and make it a tradition every new year to do this, eh? So you better be ready every new year. Alright, here we go. She said her name was Ray. She said she was the best. She said she used a Mecca. A pilot above the rest. I asked her if she'd go out with me. I said it's so sincere. She said, hey, old buddy. Well, you can pilot Maria. I was so pleased. As happy as can be. I was her man. And she's the one for me. I asked her if I could jump right on in. And she said, hey, buddy. Hold your breath, we're gonna swim. Oh, oddy, 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 oddy. I asked her if she had... Happen to have any friends. She said she had a few. Well, they were happy blends. There was Oscar. And Shinji, too. I asked her if he was strong. And she laughed the whole lot through. Oh, oddy, 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 Then came the angels. Caught by the light. I asked old Ray if... She would spend the night. She paused and gave us I didn't know what she would say. She said the angels need to be fought. They're from the less anyway. Oh, oddy, 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 there's clever engineers. But no. Time for ASO Radio. So we welcome you all to ASO Radio. Episode 106 of ASO Radio. Season 9. Wow, we're get, it's getting up there. It is. This is the second episode of Season 9. Oh, wow. So that means we're going to have to come up with new sounds and everything. New sounds and a new theme song. I've been uh, running a contest so far, no entries, but hopefully that'll change. And if it doesn't, I'll make a change. That's because that wasn't a threat. That's because NZ has special supernatural powers. Supernatural powers? Mayhaps not. But connections? Mayhaps so. All right. So. But the first thing we always do on the show is the news. News. Yeah. So the Thunder's a funny. Oh, and we did have a funny this morning. We did. We did. Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. True. Uh, this is of course NZ17. And I'm DB3. And we've got some anime news. And the first up, we have a story about Dark Horse. Dark Horse has posted an interview with... No, we don't. You're reading the wrong news, fellow. You need to go back a bit. Oh, back a bit. Indeed. Let me go to the little time machine we had. If you will. All right, so like I was saying, the first thing we have after a funny Mm -hmm. is the news. And we have some good news. The first news is about 
Imagine, oh, Imagination TV launches a new anime blog. Really? Tell me more. Yeah, IATV has announced that starting this January, the 30th of this January, to be precise, they will run an anime, anime block every Tuesday night. The two-hour anime block is called Anime Energy, and it will feature shows from... No why on that energy, by the way. They're so edgy. Yeah, they'll have shows from Genyon, starring, starting with Elemental Glade, Kyo Karo Mao, Love Yuki, and... Gaku Actually, it's Ueki, but... Uh, oh. And Gan Kuchio. And I haven't heard it, any of those. Hey, they're from Genion. They should be at least decent quality. Genion has some pretty nice stuff, all in all. That's true, they do. So, let me get this straight. It's two hours on Tuesdays for tunes? That sounds about right. All right, well, it's, uh, you know, I haven't seen any of those, but that's a good thing, too, because even though you haven't seen something, doesn't mean that uh, it's just an opportunity for you to see something new instead of what you've seen before. Do you have Imagine Asian TV? I don't have any good anime channels. We're living in, as the people call it, BFE, which I hate that term, by the way. Just, I want to go on record saying that. Uh, if we lived in Houston, though, we would have two or three channels that play anime all the time. But we could live in good old Hickville, USA. True. Think about it, though, right? In Houston, they've got uh, Funimation has a channel. Yep. And ADV has a channel. Yep. Plus, you've got the Cartoon Network doing their thing. Yep. And you have this Imagination block. Yep. And you also have the various things they have on Stars and Encore and and Colors. Uh, and colors. And so it's just, uh, that's where you need to be. Yeah. I tell you. Were you taking the second one, me the third one? No, you're taking them all. Oh, oh, wow. All right. You get the honor. I get all of the news today. All right. Well, the Business Standard, one of India's leading daily business newspapers, has posted an article about the growing popularity and increasing shelf space at bookstores of graphic novels, including manga, in India. So apparently it's not just limited to the United States. No, it's going worldwide. What a surprise. Well, here's something surprising for you, uh, Mr. DV3. What's that, Enzi? Even here in Hicksville, USA, our local bookstore now carries about 20 or 30 different manga. Really? Believe it or not, uh, there's a little bookstore here. Uh, it's called Bitter Creek. And they have uh, Full Metal Alchemist. They have Fruits Basket. They have Naruto. Uh, they have even some series that I've never heard of before. They have things like Tsubasa. And believe it or not, they're carrying it. And the simple reason is, is because they don't know jack about manga. But, uh, of course, they read the, the New York Times best-selling list, book list, all those things, and they say, ooh, that manga stuff, that's really selling. Because it is. Manga is among the best-selling books. There's like at least two or three every month that's in the top 100 selling books. And so because of this, they don't know anything about manga except that it sells. And so essentially said, give us a whole bunch and we'll see what we can sell. Yeah. So even in Hicksville, we're getting manga finally. Well, as Enzi was saying, they do look at the USA Today book list, but hopefully they didn't look at today's issue, because it came out, and on the top 150 for the week ending December 24th, there's not any manga titles. Last week featured stuff from Fruits Basket and Naruto, but this week there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Fruits Basket was at number 108 with volume 15, and Naruto was at number 133 with volume 12, but... I'm sure this will be corrected when the next volumes of both of those series come out. Very true, very true. 
So, those are the news items we had. Well, there's a little bit of extra news you have to tell us, isn't there, DV3? Again? Well, you see, DV3 is getting a divorce. It's it's really sad. And Z! Come on, man! Oh, wait. This is supposed to stay... April. My bad. Sorry. We'll give it a few more months, folks. No, I'm just kidding, DV3. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> That's it for the anime news. Let, let's review some stuff instead. <laughs> I don't get these great honors of introducing the section, so I feel quite special at the moment. Alright, I'm over it. Next up, we have the anime reviews. Gee, DV3, you make it seem as though ASO Radio isn't that big of an honor, so it's easy to get over. Yeah, oh, that's not what I was meaning. <laughs> okay, wink. Anyways, what are we going to be reviewing this time out? This time we are be reviewing Martian successor Nadisco Chronicle 1, Invasion, and Ten... Chimuyo GXP Volume 1, Out of This World. And I'm going to be the one reviewing it, because I believe you've seen neither one of these. Is that correct, DV3? I've actually seen one or two of the episodes of GXP on colors. So you see, DV3 has seen nothing. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I'll let DV3 get a bit of a word in, but we're doing what sort of reviews? Shotgun reviews. If you would, please. Martian Sessor Dinesco is basically about Earth's last chance. Amazing how much that happens. And in this particular show, most of Earth's space fleet has been destroyed, but there is one last hope. A secretly developed ship called the Nadesco, which has specialists from all sorts of field uh, involved in piloting and managing it. Unfortunately, they're all a bit wacky, and so hijinks ensue out on high space, including the daughter being uh, the admiral of the ship, but the daughter of a very important uh, bureaucrat on Earth. So, as you can imagine, it's a wacky sort of show, which a lot of our audience, I believe, enjoy. Joyce, Martian successor Nadesco, and at first I was kind of nonchalant towards the series, but later on found myself a bit endeared with it. So while it uh, isn't quite, shall we say, up there yet, it shows great potential and has high quality, especially considering that it was produced in 2000, it still looks really good. Now granted that was only six years ago, but things changed fast, and so still, very nice looking show, obviously a lot of money went into it. Uh, it's not my favorite, but who knows, give it time, I'm going to try to watch another volume of it. I'm going to give Martian Successor Nadesco, Volume 1, a recommended. <laughs> now we have Tenchi Moyo GXP. We're going to be reviewing the first volume of this episode, and the next episode reviewing the second one. Or rather, I'll be reviewing the second one, because DV3 seen two episodes. DV3, your thoughts? Uh, it seems like a normal Tenchi Moyo show to me, actually. Nothing too spectacular. Essentially, this show is from the same guy that went and directed Excel Saga, so if you're familiar with that, you might have an idea of what to expect. Essentially, the show is about, essentially, the unluckiest boy in the entire world, who happens to be at Tenchi's place at the time that some space aliens happen to stop on by. Unfortunately, when they do, their ship causes a giant tidal wave and drowns him, but he's rescued by CPR by the beautiful pilot. And so she, thinking he's related to Tenchi, goes and gives the supposed relative of Mizaki a application to join the Galaxy Police, which he goes and he fills out, unfortunately against his will, because his mother and sister talked him into it, and he signs up and ends up getting whisked away. The family goes and puts on a show of tears, but actually is relieved to be rid of their unfortunately unlucky son, and goes on a Hawaiian vacation of sorts. 
So, now the boy is out in space and having to deal with all the changes and challenges and essentially is put into a various number of wacky incidents all caused by his extremely unfortunate luck which in turn can be used as a weapon because it's so strong that the GXP has him as a sort of special weapon to use against space pirates and all sorts of unsavory elements of the universe. Poor kid. Indeed. Although that wasn't much of a contribution, I enjoy your input. So, anyways, GXP was not a hilarious romp, as though I had been hoping, but it was an okay show, especially if you're in the mood for it. So I'm going to give Volume 1 of Tenji Moyo GXP a neutral. DB3, do you want to chime in with a review uh, rating on this, or are you going to pass? I'll pass, because I don't think I saw enough of it. Alright, so there you go, a neutral. DB3, shotgun this one away. <laughs> Thank you very much. And now it's time for the fan mail. Well, since it seems that DV3 doesn't realize the gravity of the honor of going and introducing a section, I'm introducing the fan mail section this oh, time. I can't believe I lost the honor. Well, maybe next time you should assume more responsibility towards your duties. I'm sorry, NZ. Well, in that case, you'll have to make it up by going and giving your thoughts upon this uh, bit of fan mail from Warp Shadow. Uh, we covered this in the past, but we didn't have the exact fan mail available, so I figured now would be a good time to take it completely out of context for wacky hijinks. Warp Shadow wrote, Hey ho, everybody. I just listened to episode 103, and I thought it was pretty good. Hey, NZ, you son of a... I mean, lay off the new co-hosts. They have the makings of really good co-hosts. DB3, what do you think of this? I remember when I first started, he never told you lay off me. Does that mean I didn't have any potential? No, DB3. You still have a, a lot going for you. And certainly lots of potential, and not a lack thereof. I need to listen to these co-hosts. I'll teach them a thing or two about being a real co-host. Are you going to take the leather belt of experience to their hinds? Oh, and so much more. Well, that's a bold challenge, DV3. A bold challenge indeed. Perhaps Warp Shadow can write in with his thoughts about that as well. What do you think? Write in. Bring it. I'm prepared. You know, I just had a wonderful idea for the hotspot, DB3. What's that, Enzy? They'll have to stay tuned and find out. So, I'm going to go ahead and open up the hotspot with a uh, roulette sound from DB3. Of course, I should have probably held the mic higher so we didn't get so much feedback, but oh well... Uh, we're going to go ahead and have me review a uh, game for the Nintendo DS called Yoshi's Touch and Go, which sounds like a uh, pervert hit and run. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, things that we're looking forward to, uh, anime and manga-wise, for uh, 2007. Maybe throw a little video games in there. What do you think? That sounds pretty exciting. All right. So uh, Yoshi's Touch and Go, we'll cover first. It's a... Um, kind of an action game for the Nintendo DS, which of course has two screens. In this game, the top screen, uh, there's two different types of play in this. The first is Baby Mario descending from the sky. You have to draw trails of clouds on the bottom screen, which he will uh, eventually go and touch down on so that you may safely guide him to the ground, all the while collecting coins. The second half of the game involves you finally uh, landing, or Mario, landing on top of Yoshi, and then you must guide Yoshi and Mario safely across the lands 
all the while trying to rescue his brother, who has been abducted by one of the magic Koopas. And that is actually the entire game. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, yeah, there's only two levels, and the only difference is it uh, uh, randomizes some parts of the levels, and that's it. So, uh, it was a launch game, and definitely feels more like a tech demo than a real game. And yet, Nintendo still has the gall to charge the full price for this game. Uh, thankfully, I didn't pay full price. I paid $12. And even then, it was not worth $12. Um, I, I have to say that the art was really good, uh, but I, I don't like games where I'm in indirect control. Like, there's another game called Kirby's Canvas Curse, where you're in indirect control of Kirby. And it frustrated me just as much as this game did, because when I play a video game, I play it so I can interact, not be a helper to an idiot main character. I mean, if they were smart, maybe it would be fun playing their sidekick. But otherwise, it's just lame as heck. So... Yoshi's Touch and Go isn't really much of a game at all, and I uh, I could talk about it more, but really, there's not much more to it. So, um, if you're really hurting for something to play, or maybe have a uh, older relative that likes simple games, that what are if kind they were of, a Mario freak? If a Mario freak were to play this, they'd probably be disappointed too, because it's not a platformer in the traditional sense. Uh, and it's not, it's got elements of the, the Yoshi games, you know, like Yoshi's Island and whatnot, but even then, it is not worth bothering with unless you've got, like, a little kid that could, uh, get the handle of this, or an older person that likes simple, uh, arcadey sorts of games. It's, uh, cause you're just in such indirect control, and it's the same thing over and over, that there is not enough to keep you entertained, because the main point is just to set higher and higher records for yourself. So, uh, I'm going to give this a not recommended. It, it deserves a neutral in the sense that, you know, the art and the music and, and the control, for the most part, is just fine. But there is just not enough there to make it worth bothering with. So, this one's getting a not recommended from NZ17 is what it's getting. Wow, NZ. That's amazing. Uh, yes, and so is our inability to balance the audio. I'm sorry, I'll set up a little bit better. That's right, and stop slumping, and what's with that hat indoors? I tell you, it's uh, no respect here anymore, DV3. Sorry. Actually, to be honest, I got my hair cut recently, it looks like yeah. you did too, and boy, is it chilly with uh, 20 pounds less hair, I'll tell it you. It is chilly, it is. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I had this thick beard, it grew all over my chin, and and my hair was just really thick and poofy and whatnot, and I got all that cut off, and I've basically been wearing a beanie every day since, because it's just too cold not to do that. It's true. So, I'm glad to have my hair short. It looks nicer. It, you know, kind of makes me feel better, but dang, vanity is not worth it. <laughs> Alright, so should we move on to our favorite, our expectations? <laughs> Golden Expectations 2007. Uh, yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay, I'll start off with one of mine. I'm excited for the new Naruto Uzumaki Chronicles coming out. Is that uh, a game, an anime, or a manga? It's an anime. It's probably finishing off with all the fillers and moving on back to the real storyline. Ah, yes. I remember back when I was young and I would deal with fillers, but not these days. So it's good to see them finally moving to story. Yes, I'm quite excited. After over 100 episodes of filler. Well, that's uh, that's going to be good, I suppose. So, does that mean you've been watching the fan subs? I have been watching the fan subs, and I've been quite pleased with them. Ah, well, all right then. It's my turn, and I am looking forward to finishing up uh, some more episodes of My Sinikaku. Actually, uh, I was surprised to find that the My Sinikaku manga 
uh, I mean, Ikoku manga is only 15 volumes long. I was expecting it to be much longer, but uh, apparently only 15 volumes. And judging on the uh, the anime loosely following the storyline of the manga, because it seems much longer, um, that it's uh, until like season four or five or something like that, and that equates to about volume five of the manga. Yeah. So I think I'm going to stop watching the anime, so I don't have to deal with all the filler that DB3 mentioned earlier is a bit of a bane of our existence, and uh, pick up the manga and then get uh, constant satisfaction. I actually have the first volume that I've read through, and I enjoyed it quite well. The only problem is I saw the anime first, so I already knew what was going to happen in that volume, but it moves at a much faster pace, and so that's much better. Alright, another expectation I have is my brother and sister are both going to be finishing off their, vol- their the volumes for Kaleidostar and Full Metal Panic, so I'm excited to have the whole set. Yes, uh, next time I have a bit of bling, uh, and I have uh, a sell going on over at our affiliate, The Right Stuff International, I'm going to be picking myself up that uh, box set, most certainly. Uh, have you been enjoying both of those series? They are. They're both quite entertaining. I'm pleased with both of them. It almost sounds, though, uh, DV3, that you bought that more for uh, you than them. Hopefully they're not listening right now. Hopefully not, but uh, I don't think you have to worry too much. We're too sophisticated for them. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of, um, um, what's that called, that has Ran and she's in Shibuya. Uh, uh, Not Super Gals, it's, um, or is it called Super Gals? I don't know, but they have the first volume of Super Gals over at GameStop for sale. Really? Yeah, $5. $5, eh? I like the sound of that. I thought you might. Is it in good condition? It looked like it was. Ah. Well, take over the mic. Talk a bit about uh, what you're looking forward to while I go and find out for certain the name of the series that I'm thinking of. Because there's two that are really close. Alright. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to is Mauricio Radio. It's a great thing. It's come a long way and I'm excited to see where it goes. And... And and maybe these new co-hosts will bring some sanity to NZ. What do you mean? You all know what I mean, right? That's no, what I thought. No, DB3. <laughs> ah, there I are. Right. Oh, you found it. Okay, the other series I was thinking of was Girl Power, which was uh, a. A short OAV uh, that was, yeah, that was made for um, uh, deaf people. And uh, I really like that, but unfortunately we'll probably never see a sequel because it's it's hard to go and sell something like that, you know. Uh, But no, Super Gals, uh, I really liked watching um, the first season, what I've seen, I've seen about half of the first season maybe. Uh, And uh, unfortunately it didn't sell well enough for ADV to bring out the second season. Wow. Thankfully, however, the Right Stuff International, champions of anime, uh, go and bring out things they want to see and what fans want to see but are unlikely to be released otherwise. And so they managed to go and secure the rights to the second season of Super Gals. Oh, wow. Um, Now, some people 
are strictly dub only and so they need not apply for season two because it was made if you will a bit on the less expensive side and so uh, because of the high expense of licensing and the fact that the first season didn't sell all that much they opted to make it a subtitled only release but personally I don't mind what about you? I wouldn't mind that either, but I'm not too much into Supergirl, so it doesn't really bother me. So, uh, I'm looking forward to checking out both of those seasons, and if I can get them at a good price, buying them as well. So, DB3, are there any uh, computer or video games which you're looking forward to in this upcoming year? I can't say that there are. I'm too poor to buy them, if, and even if there was. Well, if money was not an issue, what would you be looking forward to getting? Uh, I'd probably be looking forward to the that new Zelda game on the Nintendo Wii. It looks pretty good. And from what I've heard, it, it's pretty fun. Well, I've actually seen a bit of that. And um, I was kind of bored. Really? Uh, it's oh, not. Yeah. It's not a bad game, but I will say this much: I have seen a lot of GameCube games, as our review section can attest. And it is actually uh, it's a Wii title, but had all along been developed for the GameCube. They just put it on the GameCube and changed around the control scheme to work with the new controller. There actually is a brand new Zelda that's been in the works for the Wii for about a year or two now, but that won't see the light of day until maybe 2009. So, um, because these Zelda games usually take uh, about four years. Uh, so, uh, the graphics are not even the best that I've seen on the GameCube. So, uh, the GameCube had some really good-looking games, and this Zelda game is not even close to that. But it's on the Wii, so I was kind of let down by the graphical quality of the game. And it seemed like it was too long for my taste. But who knows? Maybe one day when I play it, I'll let you know. But I haven't really enjoyed any of the 3D Zeldas that much. So That's true. None of the 3D Zeldas have had a fulfilling effect on me either. But I would probably play the game anyways. What I am looking forward to game-wise is Phoenix Wright Justice for All. I recently got to play the uh, first game in this series, and I'll be reviewing that at a later time. But um, uh, I like the game, and uh, it got kind of uh, repetitive towards uh, about halfway through. But I, I am looking forward to playing the next game. It's it's your standard Japanese adventure game with like lots of text and character stills in the background. But uh, it's really really well done. So I am looking forward to that. Well, I'm happy for you, Enzi. I'm happy for you. Oh, I bet you are. So, is there any manga that you've been reading and you're looking forward to seeing new volumes in this new year? Um, not really. I'm. I've tried, but I just money, man. That's why I'm getting into fan subs, because it's pretty cheap. Well, you know, there are services these days where you can rent manga and anime for rather cheap itself. I know, I know, but I just have to take the time, I guess. Well, we'll just chalk it up to you being too hardcore wait, 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 for wait, the wait, license wait, wait. stuff. Th that could be it. I could be getting, actually taking the time to sign up for that stuff. Oh, okay. But, uh, um, you know, uh, one thing that I'm kind of uh, let down about for this upcoming year. What's that? Well, you know how Disney slash Miramax has been, actually, isn't it funny? What? Well, before uh, uh, Spirited Away won the Oscar for Best Animated Picture, all of the uh, Ghibli films were released under the uh, Miramax label. But after they've all been released under the Disney label. Really? Indeed they have. I never knew that. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I found out something else that's interesting. What's that, Enzi? Well, back in the day, Ghibli was actually uh, named something different. Now, I can't remember off the top, but it was like, I don't know, like Supergroup or something. But back then, guess what they animated? Uh, Disney cartoon? The American animated series Thundercats. They did. They did. Believe it or not, the, the people that founded Studio Ghibli and are the main workhorses today animated Thundercats. Wow. No wonder I like Thundercats so much. Well, it definitely has a high-quality feel for that time of animation. That's true. Unfortunately, today, computers have made animation so easy, there's a lot of crap being put on television these days. Am I right? You're right. But, um, so, what this has to do with my disappointment, you might wonder. Yeah, I was wondering where you were going to get to that. Well, as you know, Disney has been releasing the Ghibli films in sets of three. Mm-hmm. We've basically ran out. That's true, we have almost run out. So, because of that, we're not going to be seeing triplet releases very often at all, if any more. So, what are we going to be seeing? We're going to be seeing Misa. Oh, that's a horrible note to get the new year started off on. Uh, we will be seeing nudity and lots of... No, um, what will we be seeing? I don't know, that's why I was asking you. Well, then you should have said, we will be going and entertaining ourselves with other quality anime and looking forward to them bringing over Earthsea. I heard, didn't hear very good reviews about Earthsea. Me neither, but one can always hope for more Ghibli, am I right? You're right. So, I mean, Ghibli doesn't always hit a home run, but uh, they do deliver a consistent experience. So, there are some out there that I haven't liked very much, but uh, I, you know, was still glad that I saw them. Yeah, I know how that feels. Well, uh, is there anything else that we should cover for this hot spot, or should we move along? I think we should, it's about time to move along. Alright, so for episode 106, uh, episode 2 of season 9 of ASO Radio, this is NZ17. And DB3. And NZ17. And DB3. And NZ17. Signing off. <laughs> Drat! If we did it three times, we would have had good luck in the new year! We're doomed! ASA Radio is copyright of NC-17 Productions. ASA Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. Additional licenses available. For more information, visit us online at www.nz17.com.